If you're having a good day, it's about to get so much better. Yeah. yeah. 947 Drive with Tundo. This is 947. Have you guys watched um, that series on Netflix, Surviving Death? No, but everyone's talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was released a, a little bit of a while ago. Have you seen it, Matt? No, I was about to say, I think, I, I don't think you've ever asked me, have I watched something? And I've said yes. I, I yeah, don't own the TV. <laughs> So this thing, um, it, it's basically explores what happens after we die. Um, so it's got like personal stories from people who have like nearly died. Oh, even so, just hearing that yeah. gives me the heebie-jeebies. So like people in comas, like they'll speak about how they could hear their loved ones or how like their body left or their soul left their body and they could see it from like the ceiling. Yeah. Stuff like that. Take a listen. This is a, um, a bit of a trailer of the series. My near-death experience changes how I understand death. We think these people, they're gone, but they're always watching after us. Someone said, what is your name? This thing is talking to us. The first story that Ryan ever told, he said, Mom, I think I used to be somebody else. Yeah. Oh, extraordinary yeah. claims require extraordinary oh evidence. This is the biggest claim ever. So... The kid says, Mom, I know that person. Points at like a picture in the house. And apparently it's like the great grandmother who even the mother didn't meet. So the mom is obviously like, no, you've never met this person. That's like your great, great, great grandmother. Mm. But the kid had memories. The kid says, that's me. I know. <laughs> no. I would the run away. Said, this, is who, this is me. And then, but then also could like give um, examples of things that that person has experienced. And obviously then the mom asks like the grandmother. To verify to verify and uh-huh. it's it's correct no. and apparently like some of the things the kid says like there's absolutely no way like i think the kid was like six like a six-year-old mm-hmm. wouldn't generally know the stuff that this kid knew it's weird though a lot of people do say that it's often children with yeah. these sorts of stories that they've got something about them that we lose over time like a sixth sense of yeah sorts. where these sorts of stories come out and yet it's not often that you hear adults saying that um i mean i've never heard any adults say that in real life that they've had a near-death experience so mm-hmm. let's put it out there oh double one eighty eight thirty eight nine four seven. did you have some weird experience where you you feel like you actually died and then came back oh like maybe I I don't know like in this real in the same lifetime or perhaps in a different lifetime like some may say deja vu is exactly that mm. I've often felt like like where you have a memory that does not exist but it's it's different when it's deja vu and feeling like I lived that life you yeah. know what I mean that's yeah, yeah. something completely different and you're able to point out that that was me give us a call 11 947 Drive with Tando weekdays 3 to 7 p.m. This is 947. Speaking NDEs, they're known as NDEs. <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah. Why and are you making it sound trendy? Why are you making it sound like a fun social no. media thing? So, this was the terminology used on a show called The OA. Right, the show only had one season, which baffles my mind because uh, I was obsessed with the show. But it's yeah. of this girl who's like, she's blind and she was adopted and then she dies. And then seven years later, she shows up. Oh, but she can see now. Yeah, but you know why they only had one series? One well, season. One, one, one season. Yeah, is it's hard to find children that lie. No, what I, you, I feel like that's just good <laughs> acting. Like no, a kid was man. into it. Mads, it was a, a show, so it's fictional. It's not based on real life. It's a fictional. Oh, I thought it was a documentary. No, it's a fictional. So this is something completely different. The OA. <laughs> so anyway, he does. She disappears, comes back. She can see, and she's able to open a, a portal. Into another dimension. Oh. So it's almost like she coexists like in this dimension mm-hmm. and in a different dimensions. And she explains how having an NDE has opened up almost like a third eye where she's able to see like 
What happens on the other side? The other side being she can communicate with dead people, etc. No, Lagato. <laughs> she's not communicating with dead people. She just knows like what happens when you die because she's okay. died. We, she, we all just holding on for the ride, aren't Yeah. You? No, check it out. The OA on Netflix. Um, China, Chinako in Germiston, how are you doing today? Hey, guys. I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. You almost died. Yes. Oh, in primary, when we had swimming lessons, we were jumping off the deep end and the girl standing next to me decided, yeah, me, I can't swim, but I'm going to hold on to this girl oh over here and drown her to save myself. Yo. No! So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fought for my life. My ancestors were not done with me and mm. I kicked her in the stomach and I managed to get back. <laughs> what? Did she survive? <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was it was a fight for my life, guys. Okay. You didn't answer the question. What did her ancestors do with her? Yeah, did they bring her back or did I they mean, take her with? They, they clearly were like, okay, you're not done yet either. Okay. So okay, so it's a story that ends happily ever after. Chinako and Jemison, thank you so much for that call. We'll take more of them. If you have an NDE, otherwise known as a near-death experience, <laughs> give us a call. 11 888 so wrapping up our conversation around near-death experiences, Melissa, yours is a very different one. How did you nearly die? <laughs> yeah, no. When we talk near-death experiences, yeah. I was convinced that was the day. What happened? So I had a hectic, hectic job. And I was like, you know, eat in the car. You know, you've got to get your food in, lunch. So I was eating uh, chicken strips and rice yeah. in the car, don't ask. With rice, that's and so brave. I'm, yeah, don't. Yeah, exactly right. And I actually think I swallowed too early, but that chicken strip lodged in my throat. And I got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm alone. I'm on a road. It's not a busy road. No one's going to see that I'm choking. Yes. And I got to the point where I was like, do I crash my car into a tree so that if they find me, they can be like, oh, cool. She, you know, I don't know. She crashed in the tree. Oh, she didn't like, choke. Yeah, I got to the point. And I was like, I could see a garage down the road. I'm like, I won't get there in time. Before I get there, I'm like, what do I do? So I stuck my own hand down my throat and pulled this chicken strip out. It's the most horrible feeling in the world. Your throat is like dry and like... Was it still... Was Melissa, was the chicken strip still whole? Yeah, dude, just about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I pulled it out, I was like, what were you doing? Well, you're a very skilled and woman. I understood what I was doing. And you did this all while driving. All of it while I driving. I know. Oh. You, you deserve like, to be alive. No, women <laughs> can multitask, apparently. <laughs> Melissa, thank you so much for that call. Uh, we'll leave it there.